thank you for joining us on Rhema for Today. The Holy Ghost leads us through that inward witness, number one. Secondly, the Holy Spirit within us. Sometimes He'll just speak up. It's in you, but it's so real to you, you almost look around to see who said it. It'll be a little more authoritative than the inward witness. When He speaks to you, you're not hearing it with your physical ear. You're hearing it with your spiritual ear, the ear of your spirit. And so the Holy Ghost leads us also through what is known as the inward witness. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on the Spirit-filled life. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Today's the last day for this special offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Ken, he's going to Bible school. He'd go out on the weekend and preach. And, of course, I'd preached all over East Texas. And so they'd heard me and heard him. They said, you preach just like your daddy. Well, he felt a little bad about it, I think, at first. And I said, I... Yeah, he said, you, you preach just like him. I said, well, I sure hate if you'd be like some other man. <laughs> Amen. He ought to. But you know, spiritually, we're, bo- we're born of God. And we partake of his nature spiritually. Remember 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 4? Marvelous verse. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be made partakers of the divine nature. Hallelujah. Spiritually, we partake of our Father's nature. Physically, we partake of our parents' nature. Now, this look at a Bible illustration of this inward witness. Turn to the 27th chapter of Acts. We read the story of Paul, you remember? on board the ship, going to Rome to appeal his case before Caesar. 27th chapter of Acts, verse 9 and 10. Now when much time was spent, and when sailing was now dangerous because the fast was now already passed, Paul admonished them. What did he say? He said to them, Sirs, I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and much damage, not only of the lading or merchandise and the ship, but also of our lives. But they didn't listen to it. And you know the story. Now, notice Paul did not say, the Lord told me. Did he? He said, I perceive. There's a certain amount of spiritual perception that every single one of us ought to have. I perceive. He doesn't say that the Spirit of God said that to him. He said, I perceive. Well, who's the real I? It's the spirit of man, the man on the inside. Paul didn't perceive it mentally. He didn't perceive it physically. But in his spirit, he had the witness. Amen? That inward witness. I know a minister friend of mine, he was telling me about it. Evangelist. He was home between meetings took his family out one night to an evening meal. And so they were sitting at the table, hadn't placed an order yet. They'd brought him some water, and they was looking at the menu. And he said suddenly, 
Then a man said to me, suddenly, I said to my wife, we, we've got to go home. Well, she said, we just got, no, no, he said, I don't, I don't know what it is, but I just perceive. I just, I got that inward something. And so they excused themselves, told the waitress had to go. And he said to me, I, I'd been to his home, I knew, just as I turned the corner by my house, the hot water heater in the garage blew out and blew the whole back of the garage out. But he's sitting all right on it. Now, you see, if he'd been there, nobody would notice it start burning. Maybe the whole house would burn down. But he, nothing told him, no voice, just an inward perception. I perceive. Amen. Now, sometimes the Holy Ghost will tell you. Amen. But the first and foremost way, as I said, is that uh, inward witness. Now, here's a statement in Acts, the 13th chapter you're familiar with, verse 1 and 2. Now there were in the church that was Antioch, certain prophets and teachers. Mentions the name of five, begins with Bar Barnabas and Saul, mentions them, and three others. Now, notice what it said to say. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said. Wasn't just a witness, but the Holy Ghost said, Separate unto me Barnabas and Saul for the work whereunto I've called them. Now, then I want you to notice under what conditions that the Holy Ghost said something as they ministered to the Lord and fasted. That's the kind of atmosphere where the Holy Ghost can speak to us. Amen. We need to minister to the Lord more as they ministered to the Lord. Amen. The Holy Ghost leads us through that inward witness, number one. Secondly, the Holy Spirit within us. Sometimes he'll just speak up. It's in you, but it's so real to you, you almost look around to see who said it. It'll be a little more authoritative than the inward witness. When he speaks to you, you're not hearing it with your physical ear. You're hearing it with your spiritual ear, the ear of your spirit. And so the Holy Ghost leads us also through what is known as the inward witness. Then secondly, the inward voice. And sometimes that inward voice is more authoritative at other times. One time it's just your own spirit speaking up. We call it still small voice. Amen. Many times the Holy Ghost has said something to me. To me it was just, I said to everybody around, you all hear that? Nobody heard a thing. But then right on the other hand, sometimes it's just simply that inward Still small voice. Amen. 1970, 1970, August the 15th through the 18th, my wife and I went up to New York State, Syracuse, New York. We were one of the speakers at a full gospel businessmen convention. And then by, by arrangement, we had arranged to stay up there six weeks. That is from the middle of August to the 1st of October. We had speak to chapter meetings of full gospel businessmen, banquets, or breakfasts, and then would stay on for a week with each one of them and have a seminar teaching usually on the subject of faith. And so we had services Monday through Saturday. We'd have to travel on Sunday to get it to our next appointment. And so we closed out Saturday night in Rochester, New York, in one of these meetings, and went over to Buffalo. We checked into Buffalo, New York, to the Holiday Inn there on the thruway. 
they had a room arranged for us. And uh, on Monday night, we we're going to have a banquet, which we did. And then we stayed on and talked twice today. And so I'm unloading the car. My wife's on the inside hanging up clothes, one thing or another. And we, of course, didn't have all the books and all we got now. But uh, we, uh, I'm unloading the books and checking them out. You know, my wife ran the book table. And I'd phone back to the office in Tulsa here. And, and they'd put books on a bus and send them up overnight if we needed extra. So I'm carrying these boxes of books in and counting them, you know. And, and, I, and I fell ill. I got sick. I mean, I staggered into the room like a drunk man. I saw I was about to pass out, so I positioned myself in case I did fall. I'd fall across the bed, and sure enough, I did momentarily black out and fell across the bed. Well, when I fell across the bed, of course, my wife heard it, and she jumped up, and, and then I, I just momentarily blacked out. She come running over. What's the matter, honey? What's the matter? I said, I don't know, but I'm sick. Now, that startled her, but she, like I said, I never heard him say he's sick in 36 years. And so that startled her because she had never heard me say I'm sick. And, and I tell you, I was sick, sick. I said to her, I'm sick as a horse. Now, you understand that? She understood that being from Texas. You know, down this part, under good colloquial expression. Sick as a horse means you're sick big. <laughs> Amen. I, I said to her, I, 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 I'm so sick I'd have to get better to die. Well, she laid hands on me and started praying. And I began to pray. And the Holy Ghost said to me, how did he say it? That inward witness. If you want to be healed, I'm going to tell you how. See, you can't tell God how to do it. I'm going to tell you how. If you don't do it, you won't be healed. If you do, you will. I said, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. What is it? He said, lay your two hands on yourself. He said, when I appeared to you 20 years and four days ago, ago. Now, if he had said to me, you know, I mean, I'd have to stop and figure that up, but the Holy Ghost on it, see? When I appeared to you in the vision there and laid my hand the palm of each one of your hands, you know, the healing anointing, he said, uh, you haven't done what you should have done with the healing ministry. Now, put your two hands on you say, man, I got him up there in a hurry. I mean, you get sick enough, you do anything. I mean, sick as a horse. And I could feel that warm glow going out of my hands into my body and spreading out up and down. And almost immediately, I, I'd say I was 90% better and the rest of it faded away. Lying there on the bed then, in Buffalo, New York, I uh, had a vision. And I saw our little chapel. You know, we bought Brother Osmond's old office building over in North, North Utica here in Tulsa. And we put a little chapel in that seat. wasn't seat, but about 300 We'd crowd 400 in it. <laughs> and uh, I, I saw myself. He said then, go back to Tulsa and have a healing seminar. Speak morning and night for a week on healing. You start out by teaching that healing belongs to us. And anybody can just be healed himself without prayer, without anointing with oil, just simply by claiming what the Scripture said. He himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. And then as you go along on Monday, we start out Sunday afternoon. Then you talk about various methods of ministering healing. And then when you get to Wednesday, the middle of the week, you talk about special anointings. And you go back to what I said to you on September the 2nd, 1950, and relate that. 
and then you lay hands on. Well, as I checked up on it, it had been about two years since I'd laid hands on people. Just neglected it. And he said, now, when you do what I tell you, that greater anointing that's come on you four times in the last 20 years, see, folks didn't fall when I laid hands on them first. But they started falling. He said, that anointing will come on you to abide. I did, he did, and it did. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources, including messages that expounds this week's subject. Our offer for this month is a two-DVD series from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled The Spirit-Filled Life. There are four DVDs in all. Some of the DVD titles are Five Facts About the Being Spirit-Filled and Characteristics of a Spirit-Filled Life and more. These two sets are normally priced for $53.90, but for this special offer, they're now $34.95. That's an $18.95 savings. Don't delay. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Yeah. You know, hon, we stream our services live from here, yes. from the BA campus Rama right Bible here. Church. And then what we have, Raymond Bible Church in Oklahoma City mm-hmm. at 8921 Northwest Expressway. And I say, come and experience Sunday morning on Sunday night at 6 o'clock. I didn't want to do the TV thing. No, it's video not a thing. video service. Yeah, I will, I'm there. Craig's there. One, it's a live service. And, you, you know, they started Saturday night so you could be off on Sunday. Well, hey, you're off all the weekend and come Sunday night and enjoy Sunday, Sunday morning on Sunday night. That's we'll right. be looking for you. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his life-changing message. That's Monday on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.